You're listening to Bridging Realities, an accessible astrology podcast with your host, Eugenia Crock. In this podcast, I work to build a more professional astrology by bridging the seemingly esoteric, scientific, and complicated concepts of astrology into grounded, practical use for empowering yourself and your clients in everyday life. To learn more about the podcast and to find out how you can participate in more intimate conversations about astrology through learning opportunities, getting your chart read, or by joining the Bridging Realities tribe, be sure to visit AccessibleAstrology.com. For now, pop in your earbuds, hit the trail, relax on your commute, or listen wherever you experience your place of peace and ceremony, and enjoy these insights. May they be beneficial in grounding your experiences while reminding you of the brilliance of the gods and the goddesses above. Okay, and it is, of course, my great, great honor to invite on my love, my partner, Tarek. Welcome back to Bridging Realities. Hello, Eugenia. It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. Golly, I think we recorded when Jupiter moved into Scorpio. Is that right? Yes, I think it's uh, it's as far back as that. And um, it's certainly been quite a stirring time, hasn't it? Deep. (laughs) (laughs) No messing. No messing, getting into the underbelly and all that. That's right. Yes. Yeah, and now as we record this episode, which we are recording... um, on Friday, May 11th, 2018, uh, Jupiter is at 18 degrees of retrograde. So he's made it, you know, through the halfway point of his cycle in Scorpio and we're kind of in the heart of it right now. So it's kind of a neat time to check in you and I on an episode and talk to people, but also this episode will be posted as Uranus moves into Taurus, which is a big, 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 big deal. (laughs) Um, And that's my hope is to kind of concentrate on that massive transit. Uh, But before we do that, what do you feel so far about 2018? We've had, you know, Jupiter and Scorpio, we've had Chiron now move into Aries. Uh, Saturn is of course in Capricorn. You know, we've had this Mars Pluto thing in Capricorn recently. I don't know. So how are you feeling about 2018 and the astrology so far? Yeah, well, I think it has been all about Capricorn. I don't think there's, much, there's any getting out of that. And, um, you know, Saturn and what Saturn will bring for the next couple of years, it's, it's quite prolific and um, no messing, you know, integrity, discernment and uh, onwards, keep going. There's no hiding, I don't think, at the moment, really. Mm. And it's just a matter of time before anyone gets exposed and um and yeah at the same time there's plenty of opportunity for healing still with Jupiter in Scorpio mm-hmm. and uh yeah I mean things are certainly restless right now I think mm-hmm. the start of the year was incredibly fortunate in, in a lot of ways to keep that new energy and that new impulse and it's starting to make more sense now but ultimately, that, that dose of new energy at the start of the year is, is so profound, really, for what will happen over the next couple of years. Um, I, I just think it's been a testing start to 2018. Um, and yet, at the same time, it's, well, it's going to get really juicy and really interesting now, isn't it? There's definitely a restless feeling at the moment. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. everyone's feeling that right now. And um, I think if if we're not a little bit annoyed or frustrated or a little bit restless or in a bad mood, then it's probably something wrong with you, really. Um, <laughs> so I think with hiring at the zero degrees, one degree, and you know, you're honest, just coming towards the end, it's pretty testing right now. Is how I'd see it. So I think it's an epic year so far, which will make more sense certainly by the end of the year. That's that's how I'd sum it up. I think it's been a testing year so far, but not quite as crazy as the previous years. It's it's more new energy, more new things, and and um, that's what I'd like to say about it, really, sweetheart. I mean. Uh, <laughs> Obviously, you know, all that Capricorn, Mars, even Lilith now, and, and I'm not an investor and all that. Gosh, it's been, it's been pretty testing, pretty mm-hmm. testing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've kind of had the experience both personally and then with clients and friends where I feel like the beginning of the year, we had a lot of Pisces energy and it felt very unfortunate because we had a lot of fire energy at the end of 2017, which was very exciting and hopeful and all of these different things. And then the beginning of the year, it felt very Piscean again. Like we, we had to dip back into that energy that we had been in, in 2015 Mm. and 16 and in early 2017 of kind of just like, ugh, watery and slow moving and, you know, lack of motivation. And then, and then I found around the equinox of this year that things were, people were on kind of the up and it felt like people were like, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm actually in a good place. And uh, I've made it through a lot of challenges, but I'm feeling hopeful and strong. And now in the last week or so, maybe last few weeks, as Uranus is about to push into Taurus at his you know critical degree at 29 degrees of Aries with Chiron in Aries, it has been... Certain challenges have been presented for a lot of people, like a lot of fiery energy. Mars had been conjuncting Pluto and Saturn. Like you mentioned, Lilith was a big player in that. Vesta was a big player in that. And I found a lot of people were getting in fights. I've heard of a lot of a lot of people breaking up, actually. That's been like huge. A lot of people are on the precipice of a big move. So right now you know, the week before Uranus moves into Taurus. So we're talking about the week of um, the May 7th week of 2018. This is like where everybody is about to make the big change. And and that's kind of what you talked about is this feeling of excitement, but also like can be kind of anger filled. Like it's a similar vibration of high energy uh, as this big shift is happening. And I think a lot of things are being purged right now and triggered in order to be purged for this new phase because Uranus into Taurus is very much a, a new energy, a new phase in the collective consciousness and unconsciousness. And um, it's something that I really wanted you to be on this episode for because you know, I know for you and I, we're we're starting our new journey in Egypt. Really, the day yes. Uranus visits to Taurus yes. is how it worked out. <laughs> so I'm yes. actually getting on the plane on the day that this episode will be posting, inshallah, at least, or I hope, um, May 15th, 2018, when we'll have a Taurus new moon. Uh, we will have, you know, Uranus move into Taurus and... 
Um, a couple of other significant things, kind of like the first day of Ramadan, which is interesting as we're going to um, the country who, who will be celebrating that. Um, and then also it's a, exactly a year for me from a day that I had this vision that I would end up in Egypt. Um, when I was in Costa Rica, I had a vision um, exactly a year ago that said, you know, you will be in Egypt. And at the time I thought it was hilarious, but here I am, you know, going to Egypt on the day. And so I really want to celebrate this massive change for you and I, um, for the podcast, for my business, for all the work I've been doing and that you've been doing, and to really let all the listeners share the space of ceremony or um, acknowledging and appreciating the big change that is about to occur uh, in all of your lives as well as ours. So yeah, yeah. Well, it's all about adventure, and I think as Jupiter, you know, purges fears and doubts, and oh, we can't escape. And I thought it was really cool what you said about the water energy of this year. It has been pretty intense, you know, when the full moons or um, aspects related to water have sort of stepped in to the mix. And obviously, you know, Uranus going into Taurus and a whole other load of planets coming in. It's kind of, you know, it's. It's all very earthy, isn't it? And then luckily we're going to get some cancer energy, which is going to be needed. I, I think the bottom line is, I mean, I, I did a talk um, last year on, on this um, Uranus going into Taurus, and, and it is a big deal, obviously, the seven-year cycle, even obviously it will go retrograde, just like Chiron will go retrograde out of Aries, and Uranus will go back into Aries. So I think this is all signs, really, of what's about to come next year. And again, I can't seem to escape this Saturn energy. Just wow! I mean, it's it's very it's very heavy and profound. Really, it's kind of it's there's opportunities for us to purge, as you mentioned about the purging, and there's opportunities for us to get in the groove of the right place. You know, in terms of the Earth energy. Yeah, and look, and luckily with Jupiter there in, in, in Scorpio, it's giving us opportunities to really face these fears and doubts, and you know, there's all sorts of hidden. Uh, aspects within all of us when we uh, um, experience life and uh, we can easily put it you know in the closet and be in denial or be apathetic and it seems to me Saturn you know marching through Capricorn and you know obviously Mars going to be retrograding back into Capricorn as well it's there's no hiding really and I think the, the energies that we're experiencing right now with this uh, Chiron and Aries and, and, and the critical degree of Uranus it's really good sort of warning signs of what we need to do and where we need to be and what needs to be removed as they retrograde at the end of this year um, and then next year when they finally go back into these signs for good, you know, Aries and Taurus kind of, we've still got opportunities right now to discern to be with the right people, to make the right decisions, to work out what it is that we want to do and, um, you know, you want to be in the right place or with the right team and you want to be, you know, discerning and having integrity. I think Saturn is just such a key player, really. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it does feel that way. You know, I think there, you know, if you are in the middle of a move or a relationship change, or even if it's like with your community and you're not resonating with your community any longer, or there's certain friends or family members, or even 
activities that are, are starting to feel unwelcomed, this is that time to, to clear that space for this big, incredible change that is, you know, once every few thousand year opportunity, right? With the, everything coming up in the 2019 and 2020 charts. And to really be grounded and solid in, in your relationships. Um, and, and, and I would say mostly in yourself and all of ourselves, you know, how can we find that place of peace during change? You know, you and I have been through quite a lot of change um, <laughs> together sure. in the last year, really in the last year yeah. specifically. And I know that, um, you know, we've had to be apart from each other quite a bit and, and that's, you know, had its own set of challenges and really trying constantly to like come back to this breath, to the, to the internal safety, you know, like even today, you and I, just before the, we start recording, we're like, this is a tough day. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, there's a lot of anxieties and there's a lot of stress and things in the air. And, you know, just before I called you, I just sat there and like had a few really, really deep breaths to try to be present for this episode. Um, and just yeah. for my conversation with you. And I think that in the midst of all these changes, it seems to me that's always been what has gotten me through those like moments of fear and uncertainty. And, um, and, you know, even when we've had challenges as a relationship in the last few months, specifically or in the last month, really um, it's always good when we just like, don't talk and breathe and like collect ourselves <laughs> and then like get grounded and then come back to each other with that, you know, grounded place within ourselves. Um, and I think as this Uranus Taurus energy starts to envelop the culture, you know, and the financial system start to get revolutionized and shifted and changed and even, even the earth, right. You know, we're already seeing the volcano and Hawaii and the rains in Hawaii. Um, and there's a lot of different earth changes and then of course political changes as well. And how do we find that internal safety, no matter where we are in the world? Um, because it, you know, it, you know, technically like no one is really safe from change. It's, it's no matter where you are or what you're doing, it's bound to happen, especially with the energy coming up. And this is why, you know, it's all about being in the heart space. Yeah. You know, the nodes being uh, the North Node in Leo and the need to be authentic. You know, this, this, the talk that I did was about urgency, the need for authenticity and what's going to shake things up. You know, Uranus going into Taurus and, you know, what I've noticed with Chiron going into Aries, there's, there's a lack of patience now. You know, mm. putting up with things like I used to maybe to do the right thing and now I'm less tolerant of that and yet at the same time there is a need for integrity with Saturn so there's a lot of need for change and it's about going with the change going with the flow and that's where the heart comes in because being because ultimately a lot of these aspects of challenge are related to love mm -hmm. it's about our relationships with others and everybody is serving 
in their own unique way. Some outlive and vibrationally we change as we, as we become more authentic. And it's not a case of lowering oneself into the negative aspects of blame or, and we've been shifting a lot of the shame and guilt with the, with the, with the nodes in Virgo and the eclipses and everything like that, which was happening then. But now, this need for being in the heart, acting from the heart, listening to one's intuition and moving forward with trust and then being brave enough to challenge relationships and knowing that it's coming from love to, you know, to create the best relationship is very much a part of this. And as the earth shakes and then suddenly attachments become less, well, that's the test, isn't it? You know, because if things are moved, let's say like a volcano goes off and you have to leave your things, then that can be stressful. It can be traumatic. So there's, there's so much going on at the moment. Where do we find this still space in all of this? Well, it's from the heart, you know, it's from love. It's from believing and trusting that there is a higher purpose to this. And I think that's very much what will unfold with Jupiter going into Sagittarius at the end of the year. You know, there's, it might be challenging, it might be testing, there might be a need for confrontation, there might be a need for movement, but there is a divine purpose to all of this. And as the nodes go into Cancer as well and the South Node goes into Capricorn, it will be very important to be following one's emotions as well mm-hmm. and recognising the environment is a, is a karmic or is a, is a realisation of one's actions. So there's just, like I say, there's no hiding at the moment and it doesn't need to be serious. It can be a lot of fun. There's always a, a place of laughter in all of this. And I think we need to kind of bring in a bit more humour mm-hmm. to all of this as best as we can because if we're bombarded by lots of, you know, infiltration, you know, psychic stuff or, or propaganda media, whatever it might be, how can we lighten that and how can we be of service and, and be integral again? It's, it's a very, very specific time related to relationships. And um, like I say, I keep going back to this. I don't think there's any hiding right now. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's actually a really good point because we are going to have also the Mars and Venus retrograde this year. Um, shortly after Uranus moves into Taurus is when we'll start to move into the shadow phase of Mars retrograde. Uh, which will be in Aquarius and Capricorn, which is just so interesting. Um, And so I think you're right. I think a lot of this does have to do with relationships ultimately. And like you said, to like whomever, you know, it's not just an intimate partner. It's just all humans. Um, And in that piece about authenticity, like I've noticed recently that I've, been a lot more discerning with who I want to spend my time with and maybe it, good for a good reason. Cause I'm leaving um, the country, but, and so that's forced me to do it, but realizing how skint I've been with my time because I've felt like, Oh, well, this person wants to see me. So I should spend time with them or this person. And now it's kind of like, no, what do I need? And I think that that can be, some of the potential healing with Chiron in Aries during all of this is, you know, as these relationship challenges present themselves, you know, there's always time for compromise and that is necessary in growth and learning, but also being very, very clear about what we actually need and not feeling ashamed of having those needs and voicing them, you know, Um, for those of us with Pluto in 
Libra, uh, we will of course have Chiron opposing our Pluto, you know, off and on for the next few years. And so how do we um, heal, you know, bigger relationship wounds or bigger relationship expectations that came from a cultural belief around love or a cultural belief around um, what's right and what's wrong in terms of our personalities and our, how we get along in relationship. Uh, mm. So the, the potential to heal the authentic voice within the relationships, you know? Um, yeah. Um, and it, it can be, it's, it's challenging. It's not comfortable. Mm-mm. You know, when, when one has been maybe not acting in authenticity, mm-hmm. most people adapt to their environment, don't want to upset anybody you know, try to get along, you know, this sort of apathy or peaceful, you know, perspective and, you know, it's all love kind of thing. But actually yeah. this need for divine masculinity and this need for, again, authentic- authenticity means there is individuality here. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when someone's needs are not being met and then crisis comes and that could be physical, you know, with Uranus coming into Taurus. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly these things blow up in our face. These crises come straight to us. Mm-hmm. And how do we find a way of acknowledging our own personal needs and at the same time asking and asserting as well within the group? Mm-hmm. Um, this, this, is, um, this is going to be really coming up in a major way. Obviously, we're seeing a lot of race issues. We're seeing a lot of fears connected to separation from economic divide. And so much of this is coming up in terms of, you know, whether it's vitriol or whether it's expression or whether it's a need for release. It's certainly coming up with the social media as well. Mm-hmm. So how do we navigate throughout this changing time to not, you know, collate damage or trauma again or to, and, and this is it. It's like, how do we find the soft way, you know, softest is the strongest or to act with authenticity without damaging people around us it's it's a delicate balance that requires a certain degree of faith trust subtlety and um again integrity it just comes back to personal integrity not everybody is going to think the same and that's where we have to discern and accept others for their opinion but we have to move you know we have to move in the place that is right for us and not everyone's going to be happy with that not everyone's going to be able to move with with that level of integrity or that level of faith and I think that's what's coming up, really. You know, it's so funny. This whole time that we're recording, uh, I'm at my family home, <laughs> at my mom and dad's house, and I asked my family to be quiet while I recorded this episode. <laughs> my mom has been, like, slamming doors, and I keep hearing them uh, in the background while I'm talking, and it's really hard to focus because I can hear her, like, you know, putting stuff away in the kitchen and the cat is crying and her and my dad are talking and part of me just wants to go out there and be like, shut up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I told you to be quiet. I'm recording a podcast. Um, it's just so like Uranian, you know, at this like critical 29 degree and I, and these, these things that are beyond our control, especially yeah. in relationships, right? Like, mm-hmm. You know, sometimes the people who are in relationships just do stuff that is so like ridiculous to us as individuals. 
Um, but again, how, like, I think that's it. It's like, you got to find the comedy in it. I think you and I, like we've been tested recently, but we've, we're starting to learn more and more to just like laugh at each other as opposed to be super critical of each other. Right. Like, or shut down, become defensive and, yeah, you know, yeah. switch off, you know, as you know, that's yeah. often the case. A lot of people can't yeah. handle the challenge or can't handle the need to, for intimacy. Mm-hmm. You'd rather just switch off or switch out, you know, and, mm-hmm. and there is a warlike energy going on at the moment, you know, with this. Oh, totally. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, this is where a lot of the inner work has been so important. You know, a lot of the clearing, cleansing on the emotional, physical level. And, um, Mm-hmm. these sort of like negative fears are manifesting physically in our faces to challenge us. And, you know, usually we find that most people, you know, want to have a harmonious, happy, loving experience. Mm-hmm. Very few who are just so maligned and so lost. And, uh, and you know, usually we don't want to be around people like that. So when we're trying to deal with everyday situations, work or whatever, and someone's having a tough time and we don't know what's going on in their lives, how do we find that level of support and that level of love to listen, you know, to really listen to their, their heart, you know, to listen to just, just to be still really uh, within that conflict or that warlike energy and frustration. Mm-hmm. And of course, we don't want to be in that all the time. And that's why, you know, if the job is really doing your head in and you just don't like it, you've got to leave really, you know, and, and as, and as the energies ramp up, especially next year, you don't want to be imprisoned in that environment if you don't feel happy. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we still got to do the work. You know, we can't be like totally deluded. I mean, a lot of the Pisces energy is leaving now. I mean, obviously the Neptune and Pisces is going to be there for a while, but we don't really want to be living a delusion anymore. You know, we want to be using these energies to, look at ourselves, Jupiter and Scorpio, to really get rid and unearth these deep, dark things. And hopefully we're in partnerships that is that loving, that we have this support and the stillness to look at ourselves and then and, and accept personal responsibility, you know? And I think that's the only way, you know, Eugenia, baby. I think, um, you know, for us it's tough because obviously we've spent a lot of time away from each other and <clears throat> we don't even get the chance to sort of, you know, spend that intimate time and um but yet for some people who do are in personal you know they're, they're very close to each other right now you know and they're not getting that level of touch and intimacy so no one can escape these trials of jupiter and scorpio i don't think at the moment mm-hmm. you know and you know it's funny but like on a visceral level, it feels like a massive zit is about to be popped. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, like I just want to scream right now and I don't exactly know why, you know, like it's like a primal desire to just like scream and like release tension right now. And, and it feels, you know, cause you know, these news stories and like, you know, you know, people and, you know, da, 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 all the fear, the fear, the fear. And, and, you know, the earth feels like it wants to be popped like a zit, you mm. know, like there's just a cleansing that wants to happen and it's cool. It's fine. You know, it's, it is what it is. And that's the brilliance of Aquarius is, you know, myself being an Aquarius, it can, it can um, 
teeter between non-attachment and detachment, which I always have to be cautious with. But the non-attachment aspect is that like absolute present moment. You know, the, the, this is one of the reasons I'm like off of social media for the most part, because it doesn't keep me present. Um, you know, I, I'm really adamant about being in my own personal present experience. Um, you know, I've noticed a lot of people with the move that I'm making have had adverse reactions to it. Um, and I'm learning very much to be like, that's yours. That's not mine. That's not mine. And I'm not going to be in it with you when I'm not with you. I'm not going to let your words reverberate into my soul and take me out of what I'm personally experiencing in this very moment. Um, and I think that if a big zit is wanting to be popped, which includes, you know, the, all the racism that you talk about that has been, you know, festering in the culture and um, the anger, you know, the, the nationality, the, all of the different things, the warlike energy that we can feel now, uh, something needs to be cleansed right now. And, mm. and it might not look, you know, all like peaches and cream or milk and honey or whatever you want to call it, birds and bees or the pretty stuff, you know, it might look a little bit like gruesome, but it's, it's, it's okay. Like, especially if we're not attached to the outcome of what today looks like or what tomorrow looks like. Uh, or even what yesterday looked like when we can just, you know, be with it. Like, you know, like anybody who talks to me about particular fears that they're experiencing right now, I'm like, well, do you have any bombs dropping on you right now? No. Well, then, then why, why are you acting like there's bombs dropping on you? Like this is the moment. And if a bomb should drop, it's fine. You know, <laughs> like, it is what it is. And we, and we, we will continue to evolve and grow in this life and, and outside of this life. You know, I truly, truly believe that from my spiritual perspective. Uh, well, it's ever, it's ever going. So go ahead. I'm going to say, I think there are things that are out of our control. Mm-hmm. And if we tend to inundate ourselves and put too much attention on things that, you know, aren't necessarily beneficial to our lives, then that again, it's, it's a test of personal responsibility. Now, we can be compassionate and loving enough to understand why that is the case mm-hmm. because the majority of people, you know, and, uh, you know, especially in the group mentality, you know, are existing in the same way. And, of course, it's frustrating, you know, to um, maybe have elevated one's consciousness out of that way of thinking. But, yeah, at the same time, a lot of these opinions and um, projections coming from love, maybe it's not coming from a place... Um, as considered, yet it is still coming from love. It's coming from an idea of worry and protection. Mm. And obviously, if it's becoming imprisoning, then of course, then one has to be assert again and say, you know, I understand why this is happening. Mm. I think also, though, you know, I wanted to mention this that it can be very isolating. I mean, if that if that zit has been popped, you know, it's like it's a bit ugly. It's um, it gets worse before it gets better. Yeah. And people want to isolate themselves, you know. They want to think, I don't want to see anyone when I'm looking like this or feeling like this or I'm going through this pretty heinous experience of deep, dark stuff that I never thought I'd have to face and now it's here and I'm naked and everyone can see it. You know, and, and, and this, is, this is where, again, being 
I say compassionate. I, I like the word compassion in the right sense of the word. In 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 the sense, I know we've talked about this before, but in the sense of um, you know, being present enough for somebody to allow them to go through their process. To me, that's compassion. Empathy. Well, okay, empathy then, sweet. Yeah. yeah, it's probably a better word, actually, to be it fair. It turns out, the, the, for those of you listening, what he's talking about is the etymology of passion. So the root meaning of passion means to suffer, and compassion means to suffer with another. And so I tend to avoid using, using the word passion and compassion uh, if I can, and I try to use the word inspired or empathetic because mm. um, yeah. we'll agree with okay. empathy. I think that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a good word. You oh, know? good love. See, see okay. how we just agree. I'm learning from you all the time, aren't I, Aquarius? <laughs> you know? Yes, yes, yes. The higher the higher perspective. La la la. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll make up for it when we see each other, babe. Anyway, so. So yeah, so I, I think it's quite sad, you know what I mean, in, in a lot of ways, the isolation that one could feel. Yeah. And I really want to speak to the listeners right now, the people who are feeling isolated, mm. especially people in the West. And, you know, I'm from England, so, you know, I, I know all about living a kind of very f- supposedly free, but yeah, beautiful, you know, we're very lucky to live in the West, to have the, the luxuries to a certain extent. Yet at the same time, the cost of that sometimes is to be isolated. And I really felt that this time. Um, I've been away for the first three months. I've been setting things up in Egypt, um, um, and I've been uh, away from my babe, but you know, cool. getting on with things. And then I went back to the UK to kind of, obviously, there's been a few sad aspects in my family related to death and things, which I've had to deal with. And um, and then in that transition phase, it's um, you know, it's really quite tough, you know, because in being in between worlds or like going through a transition. And then it's hard to talk to anyone. It's hard to, you know, and that's sad. And you know, I really want to speak to the listeners and say, you know, if you're feeling isolated, there is someone there, you know, like a friend who would listen to you, you know. And 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 I just want to say that really. Mm-hmm. I don't know how relevant that is. I just I just felt that I felt that oh, feeling of isolation. It totally is relevant, and I think that's that piece then about the authenticity because I think the Aquarius South Node is or. Yeah, South Node is Aquarius can be a very isolated energy. And I think that Aquarius South Node oftentimes brings up like a lot of chaos in the culture. So 9-11 happened under that um, Cuban Missile Crisis happened with Aquarius South Node. So a lot of these like really shocking things that happen in the culture have happened under that Aquarius Uranian energy. What can happen in the human psyche when things get tragic or tough or there's unexpected tragedy or there's threat of unexpected tragedy like right now with this whole like nuclear this and nuclear that um we tend to isolate in our psychology as as humans because we don't want to get attached because we recognize that if we get attached to someone or something that we will lose it at some Mm -hmm. point And we also don't want people to see when we're suffering, you know, that's a natural kind of modern world um, response to trauma. And the antithesis of that or the opposite of that rather is Leo. And that is, that is the authenticity and the heart based 
element. Um, it can be also the actor, right? It can be like, I'm going through all this trauma, Le- you know, Aquarius, Leo, I'm going to act like everything's okay because I'm so scared of your judgment of me. Uh, but in the high vibration of Leo, it is, this is what I'm actually going through. Um, this is my authentic experience right now. And people resonate with that. You know, they resonate yeah. with us speaking our truth. And some people like really don't like it. And to those people, that's that discernment of, okay, I don't need you then. You know, this is what I'm authentically going through. If you think it's good, bad or whatever, or, you know, you have some strong opinion that doesn't feed me, I don't need you. You know, I don't need those opinions. I, I need right now that, that, that support for my experience. And, and with that authentic voice, people do come out of the woodworks. They do come to our aid. Um, you know, Danielle actually spoke this to me many years ago when I was going through my Saturn return, which was like a massive death and a massive time of isolation. And she said, you know, at some point when you're ready to shine your light, which is you just saying, you know, I am this, people will come to you like a moth to the flame. And, and they have, they, and they continue to. Every time I own the fact that I'm an astrologer or own the fact that you know, I'm going through whatever I'm going through, people do come out of nowhere to support me and are attracted to that authenticity. Um, so, so this nodal placement is really about that. It's you know, the, the shadow side of Aquarius is to detach and isolate. The shadow side of Leo is then when you are with people, you act and you and you are not authentic and you are saying, Oh, I need I'm this and this and this, because you don't want to, you know, get that that negative judgment. But the the high vibration of uh, Leo, of course, is authenticity. And then the high vibration of Aquarius is to be unattached to how people respond to your authenticity. Yeah, that's a, it's, it takes a certain degree of courage to be Absolutely. you know authentic and and also dare I say not giving a shit as well Absolutely. you know there's a, there's a there's a fine line between um you know kind of like the scorpio energy of like you know um you know saying fuck it basically you know and um you know with that kind of aspect of you know I'm going to say what I want and and at the same time obviously you know virgo and these aspects that we've been cultivating, you know, having a bit of respect, you know, for others and, you know, again, integrity with Capricorn, you know, there's Capricorn gets the job done, but he does it in the right way. Mm. You know, it will, it will get to the top of the mountain. It's very considered. It's, it's quite noble to me, you know, it's Capricorn. And at the same time, what of the highest value of Capricorn is very much coming from the highest, highest level of integrity, isn't it? You know, mm-hmm. so, you know, it's all well and good, it's not about not caring. It's about being genuine and that's not going to please everybody. Right. And that's where discernment comes in. You know, some people are going to think, yeah, I'm, I'm digging you for being so honest and being so, I wish I, in some ways I want to be like that and, and I'm feeling it and I'm going to do the same. And that's inspiration, right? Mm-hmm. Um, having said that, if you're being like antagonistic, not caring and, um, you know, being lazy or whatever, because that could also happen with Capricorn energy, you know? Yeah. And, and, and that's not going to help either. So there has to be this, like some, not everybody's got the same energy levels. Some people are, you know, slower, more sloth-like and, and yet they, they're the great people to hang out with because it's just, 
nice and chilled, you know, slow sometimes. Mm-hmm. And there's others who are very high energy, you know, just like really intense, you know, just and then you, you can't necessarily be around those people a lot. So where's the balance? And, and that's, that's really what I'm getting to, babe. You know, it's, it's about balance, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, love. Getting the right balance. And, um, mm-hmm. and it's, a, it's a very difficult way to dance, you know, when, you know, the, the earth is moving and we're feeling restless and we're aware of these great energies around us which are beyond our control that I feel quite intimidating, that are quite oppressive. How do you find that sense of faith, that light within to guide us to where we need to get to without tripping up or without getting destabilized and lashing out or the lizard brain, you know, reacting or, or running away. And I think that's the dance. That's, that's the balance right now. That's the, the need to be integral with authenticity, to be, well, to be empathetic enough, should I say, you know, to be discerning, to allow others to be themselves. And yet at the same time, by being oneself, being genuine, courageously to move in the direction that they need to go and i think we're running out of time for that and i think this urgency is uh is very much the feeling at the moment mm-hmm. yeah and you know something i just i want to offer um an, a practical application right now that will be um beneficial well, it's certainly helped for me in the last few months um and it will ha- it'll help for you guys did you hear I just did that clicking thing? I, well, picked, what was that, that I, I picked that up from you. <laughs> from me? Really? I do it sometimes. Were you clicking your fingers or were you... No, uh, I like did it from my mouth. Like, <laughs> it's okay. really... That must be the genius in you, sweetheart. <laughs> You're getting that from me then? I got it from you, my love. L- lonely Sagittarius. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. The genius Sagittarius. Oh, but people say it to me now. They're like, why do you keep clicking between conversation? And it's oh, it's I didn't realize weird. I did that. I know you, you do. Must, it's weird. I, I, must I just realize. be around you. It must just be around you. It must be higher aspirations, baby, you know? <laughs> oh, it's so bizarre. But anyway, um, it's always like when I'm pausing to like come up with something is when I do it. But um, a couple of things. One is that I think right now there's a lot of noise in the world. So via like all of our devices and um, including television and, and really I think from like everybody, cause everybody is feeling kind of like these strong opinions right now and these, these, you know, th- you know, these things. And so people are more again, authentic with what they feel. So, um, you know, I, I've noticed that even, myself around others, I'm a little bit more straightforward now with how I talk to people. I was with a friend the other day and she was going on and on and on about, you know, how ridiculous what I'm doing is in her opinion. And I just looked at her, I'm like, dude, that's yours. That's all yours. I'm not, I'm not taking that on. Like that's your stuff and you need to deal with it. Like that's not mine to deal with. And so she's going to have to like, think about that comment that I gave to her um, so we've been giving opinions and opinions have been given. And, you know, at the end of the day, I, I genuinely, from the very, 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 very bottom of my soul, the tippy toes of my, you know, my toes, you know, down through the earth, like the deepest reserve of faith I have that we are being guided by something that is bigger than us, uh, that we can mentally try to 
create a future or mentally try to um, decide in this or that. But I genuinely believe that there's something bigger that is pulling us towards our destiny. And our job is to listen to that. And, and I think where we find that truth is, like you said, the heart and, and the silence. And so one of the activities I've been really asking clients to do, and it's because I had to do it um, uh, quite a few months ago, there was so, I was getting so many opinions about like the decisions I've been making with my life. And so, oh, so many opinions. I, I can't believe how many. And, um, and a lot of voices. And I had to go see a therapist just to like talk to like a totally um, objective person who knows nothing about me and knows nothing about the, my situation and doesn't know people in my life. And she had me do this activity. And it's something I really encourage all of you to do. Um, and so basically I'm going to kind of like walk us through this activity. And so if you guys are like in a seated position or somewhere where you can do this, or even if you're walking, you might be able to pull this off, but you, you should close your eyes. Cause I think it's easier to have your eyes closed, but essentially, you know, get yourself in like a comfortable seat in a comfortable situation and close your eyes and picture in the center of your head. So like you know, where your brain sits in your body and, you know, really the front part of your head. So you could call it like the third eye if you'd like, or the frontal cortex or whatever you want to call it. But really picture a room, like a four wall room, no windows, no nothing, just like a really plain room and have all of the voices in there, you know, so whether it's your family or your partner or your friends or the news anchors, um, all of the voices, the opinions that you're getting yelled at you about, um, maybe you're going through a decision about whether you should stay in your marriage or um, whether you should stay at your job or, uh, you know, maybe you're choosing um, some, some big um, location change or whatever it is that you're going through because everyone is going through a big change right now. And hear all of the opinions. Just in that room, picture all of the people telling you what they think you should do and from their own place of fear and their own place of experience, which again is coming from love, but just hear those voices. And now politely the very front of, of your head, the forehead, your third eye, there's a, there's a door and walk to that door and open it up and invite all of these people to leave the room and watch them walk out, watch them leave. Now cl close the door and it's just you in the room and sit down and uh, in front of you appears a gauge from one to a hundred. Now ask yourself the question, should I, whatever it is you're wondering about and see where the gauge goes. You know, is this move to Egypt right? A hundred percent. In my mind, in my heart, in my soul, it is 100% what I am meant to do from my higher calling, from my internal heart, from the guides that guide me to where I am to, where, where I am to become my greatest self outside of my logic, outside of fear. I know in my heart, what my guides are asking me to become evolved towards. And so for all of you to use that activity to find your internal compass, your internal truth, so you can listen to that first. 
Um, I encourage you all to try that activity. I've used it a number of times in the last few months and um, I love it. And I always know the gauge always goes <laughs> to where it, um, where, where it's authentic for me. So I hope that's an activity you guys can all use right now. And, um, and certainly in the next few years, you know, because again, shit, shit's about to get real. We've been talking about it forever and ever and ever and ever. We don't need to keep talking about it. But especially right now, I hope all of you are really taking a moment on, on the new moon in Taurus as Uranus moves into Taurus on May 15th of 2018, that you're really finding a space of ceremony. And I'm not like a big, like set an intention every new moon kind of a girl. And I'm not like, you know, life happens, we're doing the best we can, but really take a moment to appreciate that everything is about to change and to, to find the present moment, like the breath, the heart, you know, if you want to set an intention for the next seven, eight years, great. Um, if you want to just feel your feet on the ground while the earth is about to go through a massive change based on the astronomy of the time, whatever it is you need to do, just find that silent spot at one point today. If you're listening to this later, do it right now. Um, and acknowledge that change is inevitable but that it is all driven from the heart of love. I am solid on that. And look at that. I've just been interrupted by a knock on the door because I have to go. <laughs> it's such good timing. Um, uh, so sweetheart, is there any last thoughts or feelings you have? Um, yeah, I'm going to say no, 100, 100% babe, flipping neck. I mean, uh, you're, you're certainly, your dong is like very, very real, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a dong within me, you know what I mean? Sort of, uh, no, I'm, I'm confident. I mean, obviously, a bit of pressure on me there, but you know, no, no. I think, I think it should be a lot of fun. As long as we have a lot of laughs and we give it yeah. a go, don't take things too seriously and, you know, and, and, and enjoy the, the adventure. And I think that's what miss, is missing from life sometimes. People get confined and trapped yeah. in places and, and then they forget that youthful aspect and mm -hmm. you know the node com coming into cancer you know we, we need to engage with our inner child and our joie de vivre and lust for life mm. and i just want to say one last thing for i know you need to go eugenia um often in the world two people might be having very different experiences but in very close locations for example mm -hmm. and let's say somebody in the city who's watched tv all their lives who you know doesn't hasn't seen that much maybe hasn't you know he's just just been a good person you know kind of like gone along with everybody else and they might be feeling scared right now you know because of of the nature of what's been what the attention and what things have been absorbed and somebody who's living maybe just 10 kilometers away living in a forest you know or wherever it may be with an indigenous tribe and doesn't have any of those things um might not be feeling an ominous fear or anything like that. They might just be very content and happy, you know. Now, not saying either one is better or worse. Obviously, the person who is aware of the world and what's happening might, that paranoia, that fear might be serving them to a certain extent. Likewise, the person who's living in ignorance or bliss, you know, in the forest or wherever it is, might be on the receiving end of um, whatever happens. The thing is, a lot of the energy that happens in life 
it never happens anyway, you know, false evidence appearing real. Yeah. I just really want to make that that point that um, we don't need to be overwhelmed and inundated with stuff that's beyond our control because we, we lose a lot of juice in life in the present, being gratitude, grateful and having fun and remembering that there's some beautiful people around and beautiful experiences. And if we can focus on that, maybe we're doing more good for the world. And that's just, the, that's just what I want to leave with, the idea of simplicity, really, mm. simplifying things. And this detox or purging or losing attachments, it's just something to consider. That's mm. what I want to leave on, babe. Baby, I love that. I love that, babe. See, you're pretty brilliant and amazing yourself, my love. That's good. <laughs> it's good. And it's true. I mean... There's so much to be grateful for. And life is ultimately an adventure and kind of a weird experiment. And there's nothing to lose by taking risks and and playing with life. You know, we've got nothing going on in Gemini, <laughs> you know, like through all of this like serious Capricorn, Scorpio, you know, all of the energy that's been happening. It's not. Well, Venus is in ultimate. there at the moment, to be fair. Well, that's, <laughs> but I mean like a long-standing planet. Like we don't have like a, an outer planet um, in these really fun, playful signs of, um, you know, Gemini and, you know, well, I guess we have the North Node and Leo, but, you know, we've got to play also. Like it's just kind of hilarious everything really. And, and just, and again, like laughing at each other for you and I has been like, awesome medicine and we have to do it more, you know, to just like laugh at each other. Um, and our ridiculous, like weird habits and the things that we do that like annoy each other, uh, just laugh with each other, you know, like enjoy it, have fun. And, um, yeah. And I, I'm just so happy that you're saying what you're saying, you know, just gratitude, 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 and love ultimately because humans have been through all kinds of shit. You know, we've been on this planet for a, a, a minute and we've been through, like crazy things. We've had these transits before, you know, we've, we've sustained and we've made it and we've evolved and we continue to evolve as a species. And, um, when we can remain in the heart and in, in that place of gratitude, it is everything. There is, there is an inequality that exists within the world right now. And there is a realization of ch- change, you know, structures and aspects that have been created through you know, hundreds or whatever, thousands of years of this, this, this evolution, this male, you know, kind of really, this um, structures which are, are all around us. And, you know, there's only a few people that are creating all the problems. We don't need to give them that much attention, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's really lovely people around us, like family and friends and, and nature. And, you know, and I'm not saying that sounding to sound like a hippie here. I'm trying to put things in, in perspective, you know. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people are getting out of perspective at the moment. and you've got to ask the question, why is that happening? Mm. And we need to really consciously evolve into a, an understanding of the nature of things. And yes, we need to move so we don't get caught in the crossfire because there will be fallout. Mm-hmm. And that's not to sound ominous. It's just to be wise. It's just life. There's always fallout, right? So, so listen, I do have to get going, my love. Okay. Um, my Gemini rising love, the two of us can talk. We're both yeah, yeah. I bet we, it's just been hours, is it? Yeah, we have we have an issue. <laughs> sorry, sorry, listeners. You know, we need to uh, maybe do some moving pictures and and things like that instead. I know because we just really 
we can't shut up when we're talking to each other. So, um, so, you know, I just want to say, um, to all of you listeners, thank you for being on this journey with me. Please send me all of your love, um, on this big new move that Tark and I are making to Egypt. Uh, the more love and support we can get from you, the better. And thank you for all of your patience during this incredibly turbulent time of change for myself and certainly for my partner and, and for many of you. And, um, and I'm so excited to continue this journey with all of you uh, once I've been settled and once we've been settled in our new home and uh, we've, we've got our routines down and thing like, things like that, I'll be back with the podcast and, um, and from a new place, a new energy with Uranus and Taurus and all of the, the big change and, and can't wait to share this shifting time with all of you. And, um, and my love, I can't wait to be with you. Yes, baby. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, we've been patient. Um, but it's time. And I'm excited to hold your hand as we walk into this new evolution of, of humankind. Let's have some fun and see what happens. And we're very lucky to have family and places we can return to. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's a, that's a blessing. And let's just have some fun. And, you know, I just want to say peace to everyone god bless have some fun enjoy life and you know don't take it too seriously because it's it's very fleeting yeah absolutely and on that note so much love to all of you and we'll talk to you soon thanks for listening if you enjoyed this episode and you received valuable information be sure to subscribe to Bridging Realities on iTunes, and I would love if you left me some stars and a good review. For more information about this episode and past episodes, and to find out more about learning opportunities, the Bridging Realities tribe, or to book a reading, please visit AccessibleAstrology.com. Thank you all so much, and I love you. <laughs>